Blog Talk Radio. Congratulations again on your, is it five years? 
Yes. Oh my Thank God, that is awesome. So well, let's let's talk about you. Yes. Before <laughs> becoming a boutique owner, were you involved in the plush the plush industry in any way? And if so, what, what way? Not at all. I certainly was not. Um, before I opened the uh, store. I was a bond trader. I worked in the financial industry. So, but I've always wow. been plus size. I know I've always been plus size. Um, I tell people I was, a, you know, twelve, fourteen in third grade. You know, I've that's I've always been a curvy girl. So, um, yeah. But as far as like being in the industry, as far as like modeling or anything like that, no. But I've always loved clothing. Um, I've always admired, you know, seeing confident curvy women out and about. So that was the. Extent of my plus size industry involvement. So, where did this idea come from to open up a plus size boutique in Baltimore? Options. I was just out of my options. That was number one. Um, I didn't. I didn't feel that some that there was a place catering to a girl like me. Um, we have these great neighborhoods in Baltimore that cater to, you know, the kind of hip and trendy, you know, with the, rest, the hottest restaurants and the latest boutiques. And I would always be able to get uh, great clothing, I'm, I'm sorry, great, like, accessories or shoes and jewelry, but never any clothing. So I'm like, you know what, I'm opening up a plus-size boutique. And I, I lied to you not. It was just as simple as that. It was God gave it to me, and I went with it. Wow, and the rest is history. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> and so what does the name of your boutique mean, K. Staten? And I, am um, I pronouncing it correctly? No, but everyone always must. It's either people always say K. Uh, K. Staten or K. Station, but it's actually K. Staten. Um, it's actually my mother's name. Um, her name is Kimberly Staten. She passed away in 2003, and it was you should, it was so funny. When I was thinking of names to try to, like, open up, you should have heard me. I was like, Curvy this, Vic that, with Lump She Was This, you know, all right. that stuff. But then my husband was like, like, hmm, why not K-State and Boutique? I was like, that is perfect. Um, she was my love. She was my inspiration. She was my encouragement. And that's exactly what I wanted it to feel like, you know, for my girls that come in. So it just it just worked out perfectly. So, so what obstacles uh, did you face opening up your boutique? Or, or maybe you were still facing some obstacles. It's challenges every day. Um, I I tell people all the time, it's the hardest, most rewarding thing that I've ever done in my life. Um, It's first starting off because I didn't have any desire of being a entrepreneur or, you know, boutique owner. I just knew I wanted to be like the head of of a corporation, like in downtown Baltimore, wearing my power suits and my briefcases. I just actually wanted it for the suits. Like I just thought women were just so fly with their, you know, suits and their heels and stuff. But I didn't know that, you know, it would be my own corporation that I would be the head of. So God works in mysterious ways. Um, but obstacles was just knowing the industry and just pushing, you know, because a lot of people, you know, it was around 2008 when I started looking for, you know, just funding and going to banks and stuff like that, and it was the economy was crazy, so I had it was a lot of no's, you know, thrown my way. But you just have to push. You just got to push through. Um, 
also, you know, surround yourself with people that um, will encourage you and just be leery. Everyone's not for you, you know. <laughs> That's another thing. Everyone will try to get in your circle or try to say, oh, I got this, or we can do this, or let's collaborate with this. But, yeah, I choose wisely of what I want to associate K-State with, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's smart because you're building a brand. Exactly, and that's another thing too. People, you can't think so small. You got to think larger. But also, it's t- and all, that's another thing. Like finding your purpose in life. Like nothing happens unless you find your purpose. But everything happens when you do. So it was kind of like I found my purpose. So it was everything flowed. So right, I completely understand. Yeah. So. You got the store, and it's it's a very popular store in Baltimore. What's the size ranges of clothing you carry in your store? Yes, I love my girls. My girls are they. I hope they're listening. If you're listening, girls, I love you. Um, size range <laughs> is um, ten, twelve to actually in some of the lines I can go up to a thirty, thirty-two. So. Oh wow! So you have a wide. Uh, range of sizes, and I guess that that would be a wide range of brands that you carry too. Yes, I try to find different stuff. Um, I'm very picky. I'm particular. Uh, we cater to like a, I would say we're sexy, sophisticated. Um, I'm not into the polyesters. I'm not into the like the club wear. I'm not into wash once or you you wash once and it's done. Um, so I, I carry like Kiona, of course, like known brands like Ijiji, Kiona, um, Christina Miles, Donna Rico, uh, Susie Chin, um, Not Your Daughter's Jeans. So, and not all of them go up to a 3032, but I still try to offer something for my girls. So your demographic would be a more – um, sophisticated crowd. Definitely. Um, yes, my my girls range from ages twenty five to forty five, give or take, give or take a couple years. Um, but you want quality stuff. I still mix a little bit of trend in there because you know I, I'm trendy as well. But I'm, I love classic pieces. I love stuff that'll you know you can wear next year or the year after that. So I love you know classic pieces like a cute denim shirt from Mint, you know, 1792, or a great uh, red pencil skirt from Kiona, things that will last you and you can use and, you know, develop more outfits out of those pieces. So, and What is the price range of the clothing in your store? Um, I'm not cheap and I'm not, um, ex- you know, I'm not crazy expensive. I would say we're medium price range. I would say the average top runs between – 39 to 82. Um, a dress can rent. We carry Monique C, too. So, you know, she's a little bit pricier. So her. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did we get disconnected? Uh, Jade, your call dropped. Try and hurry up and call back in if you can. Um it's a live show, so sometimes things like this happen. Um, we're going to try and get Jade back on the line. Um, up next is Grizel Angel. So, Grizel, uh, if you're listening, call in a little early in case we can't get Jade back on the line. And... Um, while we are waiting for somebody to come back, make sure you uh, 
follow Plus Model Radio on Twitter and Facebook. And here she is, Jay. I am so sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> See, that comes from you. When you told me to call in, you told me to call in from a landline. Yes, and the phone, nobody uses a house phone, so the sucker didn't have any charge. So it just definitely died. So I apologize. <laughs> okay. But, That's okay. Um, so we might have to just talk a little faster because that took up some yeah. of your time. Yes, but yes, yes. Uh, so the price point of your store is, uh, you said yeah, it was between, from 40 to. Right. Right, like the tops could range between like 42 and 82 dresses. We tried the Monique C brand, so they tend to be a little bit pricier. Um, so dresses between 79 and 250. So we're, I think we're we have quality stuff. So I have my girls don't mind paying for, you know, a a, a great dress. So now tell me about your Fit 101 workshops that you have at your store. Fit 101 is actually a it's like my baby. It's a passion of mine. It's um actually the next one, the next one is March the 22nd. Um, they're at the store for right now, and it's basically just a workshop where it's kind of like a group a, a group of women come and you know we sit down well they sit down and I just give them tips on how to dress for their shape and their body type. We do I do measurements for them. Um, I give them my do's and don'ts for your particular body type. We go over the proper um, undergarments. We like how to put through uh, go through outfits and stuff like that. So it's just my knowledge on being a plus size woman and dealing with so many women. I just put it all together in this one workshop. So it's fun. And so in this workshop, can you, do you actually like pull things that will look nice on their bodies? Oh yes, definitely yes. We have a good time. We do all that. And the workshop is free to attend? The workshop is, it does have a registration fee, um, but it's not that big. It's like a $20 registration fee. So and you can oh, okay. um, definitely, if you want yeah, if you want to register, um, you can go online, um, www.kstaten.com and register there. So. Now, besides workshops, do you ever have in-store events? Um, we do. Sometimes I do. Um, we do have this thing called um, First Fridays every first Friday of the month, um, and it's kind of like a girls' night out. Um, I have out champagne and hors d'oeuvres. I stay open late. Um, it's a sale on the store. So that's something that we do every first Friday. Um, so the next one is coming up, I think, this Friday. Lord have mercy. Um, but other than that, not really. But the first Fridays are really good, and then the workshops are good too, so. And um, there's a lot of uh, models that listen to this radio show, and they want to know, are you ever looking for models for photo shoots or fashion shows? And if so, how can they submit? Um, I do. um, We actually just did – I just did a – a photo shoot, like a lookbook for spring, uh, the beginning of January. Um, so I do um, look for models. Um, they can just like uh, contact me via either Facebook or um, the, the website, the email that's on the website, and just submit, you know, a photo. Um, and if you fit, you know, what we're going for, or the case Satan girl, then I would definitely, you know, use you. So yes, I say why not. And I would say you're probably looking for girls that are in Baltimore or the surrounding area. You're not flying anybody out. 
<laughs> well, no, not at this moment. That's next level. I receive that. Yeah. That's next level. <laughs> That's coming soon. But at the time being, I'm gonna need you to be in the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia right. area. That's just best. So yeah, right. Which so, are beautiful I, women in this area. Right, right. And I know a lot of designers, plus designers, are interested in getting their clothing in boutiques like yours. So are you ever looking for new lines to carry? Always looking for lines to carry. Um, I get really excited when someone new comes out um, with some cute, trendy stuff that, you know, that works for us. Not everything works for me, but I'm always looking. I go to these shows in New York and then, you know, Vegas, um, you know, just actually just on the hunt looking for cute plus-size stuff. So, And the ratio between who has plus and who doesn't is like, oh, my God, who doesn't have plus? It's a million of them versus 20 people that has plus lines. So I'm always looking for great stuff uh, as far as plus-size go. So I get really excited. And people, they just Actually, they just like reach out to me and send me an email, or they'll they'll call the boutique and send line sheets. So I'm always looking for something new. Well, that's awesome. So, do you have anything coming up that we should be on the lookout for? Um, other than other than I guess they follow us on Facebook, um, Instagram, and Twitter. We do our blog as well. Um, we have different like promotions and stuff coming in March, um, March Madness. I don't know what I'm going to do with them, but July I have a dress challenge. I just came up with this thing where um, I think every woman looks amazing in dresses. Like everything, dresses make everything better, I think. So I'm having a dress challenge in July, so be on the lookout for that. Um, and then the workshop from on March the 22nd. Um Oh, and I'll be um, the only plus-size boutique, actually, at the – it's a event called um, Style to the Isle, which is like a bridal kind of uh, fashion show in D.C., um, the end of March, and they wanted me to put, like, some honeymoon wear. So I'll be having some curvy girls and some cute swimsuits and maxis and stuff like that. So that's exciting for us, too. So. Well, it sounds like you got a lot of great things going on the boutique. At the boutique, I hope I have the chance to visit uh, you, you out there. Are you coming back for Curves Rock? Well, I, have, I haven't been officially booked yet, so I don't know. But okay, if okay. So, if so, well, I definitely well, got to stop by I will, I will put store. a bug in somebody's ear. <laughs> we we got to have you back because we had a lot of fun. We sure did. And um, tell us your official website to keep up with everything at your boutique. Yes. Uh, website is www.kstaton.com. That's uh, K-S-T-A-T-O-N.com. Uh, K-Staten Boutique on Facebook. We're at K-Staten Boutique on Twitter. And Instagram is Jade. L. Greer, J-A-D-E-L-G-R-E-E-R. And you're not selling clothing online yet, but that's coming soon, right? Coming soon. That's a whole other monster in itself, yes. I need God to do some elevation so I can, you know, get a big old, big old staff and to help me manage online and store too. So soon, okay. soon, yes. <laughs> Well, okay, well, it was a pleasure talking to you and seeing you success with your store. Thank you. You too. I can't wait to be back. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Okay, bye-bye.
And up next on the show is Griselle Angel Paula. Griselle Angel Paula was born in San Francisco, the Marcos Dominican Republic, a humble town hours outside the city of Santo Domingo. Griselle decided to become a plus-size model after the encouragement of her friends who always believed she was born to become a model. Standing at 5'11 and at a size 12, 14, Griselle skeptically ventured into the world of plus-size modeling. She was greeted into the industry booking a six-page spread on Ebony Magazine just a few months into her career. Ever since then, Griselle has modeled for numerous campaigns and designers such as Nordstrom, Eloquise, Forever 21, Ajiji, Lane Bryant, Macy's, Ashley Stewart, and many, many others. Griselle is represented internationally throughout Africa and North America, and let's welcome her to the show. Here's Griselle. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to be here. Or listen in, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, first, how was the clothing sale this weekend? Oh, my God, it was so good. I was so, um, I was like, oh, I wonder if anyone's going to come. It was raining. It was a Saturday morning. But um, there was a lot of people there, and um, we cleared out our closets. We were we were so excited. We had champagne and cupcakes all day long, so we were just sipping champagne with everyone that came through. It was it was awesome. Nice, nice. So, how old were you when you moved to America? I was, um, I believe, I was eleven, going on twelve. Okay. So yes. how are curvy bodies viewed in the Dominican Republic compared to America? Um, it's it's interesting because curvy for for us is in the Dominican Republic a size six eight is really kind of when you're bordering the line of being a little too curvy. So it's it's always interesting when I go back to the Dominican Republic and being um, currently I wear a size 14. So it's always interesting to go back and um, sometimes you, you face a little criticism and people decide to call you different names. But it's, I mean, I'm just hoping that we can make a change and that things like that start to change in my country. It's, it's really a slow pace out there. Okay. Wow. I'm surprised to hear that. I thought, you know, Latina uh, community embraced the curve like the African-Americans. Yeah, they, they they do until you reach a size eight. It's, it's a very, it's a very curious, it's a very curious thing. From an outside so curvy is good, but not big is good. That's the difference. It, exactly, which is, it, it, it's a little, it, sometimes it could be a little, it's a little ridiculous, but. Yeah. So how how did you get your start as a plus model? Well, I um I was going to school for criminal justice and I my best friend um she was always wanted to be an actress and we went to theaters we went to theater school together and she basically told me you know since I had decided to not I didn't want to give the theater thing any more any any more time, she basically said, why don't you try plus-size modeling? And I didn't really know that there was a market for plus-size modeling. I just thought, you know, once you were past the two, four, you couldn't really be a model. 
So I started doing some research, and I was just blown away by the beautiful women that I saw. And I just I got motivated, and I decided to start looking for an agency, and then things started unraveling from there. And so how long have you been modeling? I've been modeling now for uh, three years, and I have been modeling full-time for about a year, a year and a half. Wow. So everything on your resume has just been in a short three years. So do you feel like it was almost meant to be? I I think so. I it's it's really exciting because as as you're living it, you're you're kind of just taking it one thing at a time, and it's it's very few times just when I hear you say it that I have the time to reflect back to really how how lucky I've been and just lucky that I've been embraced by the community and by the plus size industry, and I'll, I'm always going to be grateful for that. Yeah, and so you have a successful modeling career, and now you're kind of switching lanes and becoming an entrepreneur, and you are <laughs> a co-owner uh, of Custom mm-hmm. Plus, right? Yes, I am. Now, for those who are not familiar with Custom Plus, tell us what that is. Um, Custom Plus, uh, it's a personalized t-shirt shop. We create uh, t-shirts, and we also have just a lot of fun things, a lot of creative t-shirts, just for women sizes um, 0 to 32. We, we, I've, I've always been a fan of t-shirts. I'm very laid back when it comes to I always just wear jeans and, and just a, a loose top. And it was amazing to me that whenever I would go shopping for just, you know, just regular cute t-shirts that they would never, you could never find a fitted, long T-shirt for past an extra large. So me and my business partner, Shannon Hyatt, decided that we wanted to change that and we wanted to expand those sizes to, we wanted to make it available to people bigger than a size extra large. That's what we've been doing. We, we up to a few months ago, we were up to a 4X. Now we've become, we are up to a 5X. So we're really excited and the company just keeps growing and people are taking us in and people are excited that someone's doing it. So we're just happy to provide that service. And Custom Plus is not only a place where you can buy cute T-shirts, but you can create custom ones as well, right? Yes, yes, you can. Uh, it's it's there's so much going on on the site. You can you can create your own shop. You can create your own shop, which is we have designers that have just a lot of cute drawings and paintings and ideas, and they email it to us, and we create private shops for them where they can just put their own ideas up for sale. We also have a designer page where you can just design your own T-shirt if you have an event, if, um, just whatever. And then we also have, if you don't feel like designing, we have dozens of designs for you to choose from. So in different styles, tank tops, crew necks, scoops, these, it's, it's a blast. Yeah, really, really cute stuff. So that's awesome. Now, I know this weekend you are involved in another event coming up, and you're going to teach runway for the Plus Model Intensive. Um, So do you walk in a lot of runway shows out there? Um, Well, yeah, I've been, you know, I've been in the past few years, I've been a a part of of Full Figure Fashion Week, and just always just local events that come on. I always try to support as much as I can, and this event is just going to be, it's going to be so great because not only does learning how to walk, it's, it's great for when you go to castings. It just it increases when you walk into a casting and you exude that confidence. That's really what clients are looking for and what I want to teach girls in the runway section of the Plus Model Intensive. It's really how to walk into a casting and own it. 
how to walk there, how to sh- how to shake someone's hands, and how to to walk in and own the room. And that's really that's one of the most important things that I want to that I want to teach the girls. And if anybody is listening and they're not quite sure if they want to go for it, tell them why is it so important for a, a new up and coming model to come to this intensive. It's um. It's such a learning experience to be a plus size model. There's so many things that you 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 just learn along the way. And this intensive, I mean, you have Madeline Jones from Plus Model Magazine. You have Samira Omar from Wilhelmina Models. You have Ivory um, Calber from Curvy Girls. And you have Allison McGessna, who which was in your show last week, and she, she'll be moderating the, the event. And there's so many people that have been there and that know what it takes to be a plus size model. And to be on the other side, which is to be a booker, or to be on an even other side, which is to be an editor of a magazine, and, know, and they know what they're looking for in girls. I mean, you don't get the opportun- an opportunity like that often to just be in a panel with so many people that can really give you the, sh- not the shortcuts, but really the things that girls like us have to learn in a matter of years. You right, really get education. to learn. Exactly. It's, it's priceless. It truly is. Well, that is exciting, and I know that's going to be a successful event. Do you have anything else coming up we can be on the lookout for, any new modeling campaigns coming out or anything? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no, I mean, I'm, I, I work with my, my regular clients, so I'm, I'm always busy. Um, I had Custom Plus just came out with um, a brand-new collection that debuted today, so um, feel free, everyone, to check it out. It's the All Black Collection. It's really fun T-shirts, and um, yeah, I'm just excited for the intensive, and yeah, just busy. <laughs> so I'm I'm pretty blessed right now. Oh, that's awesome! And tell everyone your official website, how we can keep up with you. Uh, sure. For uh, Custom Plus, it's custom-plus.com. For my personal modeling website, it's PurcellPaula.com, and you can follow Custom Plus on. Facebook and you can also follow us on Instagram to just custom plus. So make sure to make sure to follow us. We're always updating with different stuff and telling everyone what's going on. Well thank you so much for being a guest on the show. I think this is the first time I've actually heard your voice. I don't know if we've ever had a conversation <laughs> before. But I met you in person, right? Yeah, we have. <laughs> Definitely have. But it was like it was like two it was like two it was yeah, it was like two years ago. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure speaking with you and continue success on your career, your business, and anything else that you uh, that you get going. Oh, thank you so much. You too. Have a great night. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. And last but not least on the show is Jen Wilder who is the designer of Cult of California. Cult of California is a Los Angeles-based clothing line focused on plus-size athletic wear. Founded in 2012 by designer Jen Wilder, who has worked in Los Angeles for the last 10 years designing 
for uh, Laundry by Shelly Seagal, Forever 21, BB, BCDG, and Marciano, and guests. Coast of California is a gathering place of inclusion and inspiration with a goal to promote beauty in all sizes health in all sizes, and style in all aspects of the plus woman's life. The dress and clubwear aspects of the line, the inner circle, is a budding reflection of where the plus size customer is headed and will present small capsule collections of dresses, leggings, and tops that are an extension of the stylistic ambitions. Let's welcome Jen, to the show. Hi, Shanice. Thank Hi, you so Jen. much for having me. Of course. And how are you doing this evening? I'm really great. Just working on some new stuff. <laughs> of course. Never so stop. Prior, prior to starting your clothing line, you were in mainstream fashion working for major brands. Or are you still um, in mainstream fashion and doing both at the same time? I still work um, what is called, I work for what's called a private label manufacturer. And basically I do collections and uh, the owner of the company takes those collections around and sells them off to the different brands that are listed there, BB, BCBG, Marciano. And what they do is they pick items out of that collection that go into their own um, collections on their retail store. And uh, we do the production. So we manufacture all the garments and we ship the garments to different stores. So what are those mainstream brands attitude towards the plus-size customer? At the moment, there isn't much interest in plus sizes with the brands that I work for. Um, you know, I constantly approach them and offer and show them plus size clothing, even though they don't offer it on their floors. Um, there's not much of an attitude towards it. There's just not much of an interest um, that I see. Um, that may change pretty soon, you know, uh once Forever 21 does something, pretty much everyone else knows that it's going to make money. And I told people that two years ago when Forever 21 launched, launched their plus-size line that just watch, you'll see a lot more brands launching plus-size collections because Mrs. Chang, the owner of Forever 21, is really a visionary in what customers want um, and providing those things to them as soon as possible. So she's really a forerunner for um, for adding new marketplaces to the actual fashion market. And I think um, I just believe in her choices. If she thinks it's going to be something that makes money, she does it. And um, she has validated the plus-size marketplace, I think, with coming up with a whole line um, dedicated to plus-sizes. I mean, it needs to expand and it needs to grow, but I think she's doing a great thing, and I think a lot of people are taking her lead and following it. Um, every day there's a new line with a new plus-size section um, being added to the collections, and I think she just kind of started a wave. 
Right. So <laughs> did you create your clothing line out of a lack of finding things that you wanted, or was this your ultimate plan when starting a career in fashion? I became a designer because I was a plus-size woman, um, and I became a designer to design for plus-size women. Um, unfortunately, there's not many opportunities to do that in Southern California, so I you know, have learned over the past 10 years of designing that um, you know, I've learned through other people's companies what how a line is supposed to be made, how a line is supposed to be produced, how a line, you know, gets to market and those sort of things, um, which are all still valid in the plus-size market. Um, But, yes, I became a designer because I'm a plus-size girl and because I couldn't find any clothes that I like. So now that you're in the plus market and um, have a plus clothing line, what do you think is the biggest difference between the plus size industry and the mainstream industry? I think the plus size customer isn't really used to that contemporary um, branding, contemporary price point. Uh, We have been offered, you know, pretty much subpar fashion, I think, on all fronts. I mean, it's getting better, but it's either super expensive and it's by a designer that has three or four dresses in their collection or it's super cheap like Forever 21. You know, um, the quality of my line and other lines like it, I would say, is a new thing to the Plus customer. Mm-hmm. Um, when you actually do a lot of design details and you add a lot of fashion to the silhouettes, of course the price is going to go up. And I think that is the main thing that the plus customer is not used to. I have a famous pair of leggings on my website. They're called the Rapture Legging, and they retail for $88. And I get a lot of comments about that price. You know, oh, it's a legging. It's It's $88. How can you charge that much for a legging? And it's hard to describe to... um, to a customer. customer. Yeah, it's hard to describe to a customer why your clothing is worth it. Um, but it's it's part of the branding in my line is that I want to be in a certain category and to be in that contemporary category. I'm actually on the very low end of a contemporary. If you look at lines like Jill Rowe, um, their price points go all the way up to $500. Um but it's just it's just getting people used to like okay if i have a legging that is you know made out of expensive fabric and has a lot of design detail and is offered by a small company that's made in the USA of course the price is not going to be what you can pay at forever 21 well, so what is the price point of your clothing line my my knit tops range from about $20 all the way to $40 and those are probably the lowest uh, price items in my collections. Then when you get into the sportswear and the activewear, it's um, $45 for bras and about $70 for the pants. 
And then okay. the dresses and club wear can go anywhere from, you know, the $88 for the leggings all the way up to, you know, I haven't released some of the more expensive stuff, but there are going to be dresses that will be in the $400 to $500 range. But those oh, are like wow. red carpet pieces, you know. Right, which right. If anyone watched the Oscars last night, we need so many more curvy options for those types of events. Um, desperately, desperately. Desperately. <laughs> and, and, you know, and you go to so many different events, it's so hard to pick something that is, like, sexy and now for a plus girl. And, and what is the size range of your clothing line? Uh, the size range for Colt is uh, our zero represents an eight ten on a traditional measurement chart, and our five represents a twenty eight to thirty on oh, a measurement wow. chart. So we go from a zero to a five X, um, which is like a large to a five extra large. So you carry a wider range of sizes than the average plus size clothing line, too. Yeah, I like to eventually um, offer all sizes. I really like what Jill Rowe is doing in that in that sense. Um, my my objective when starting the line was to do an all-size line, but I wanted to really focus on plus first because we need it more. And, right. <laughs> and then once the brand is going, then I can start offering some of the stuff in smaller sizes even um, for, you know, the quote-unquote straight size line. Um, but I think that's what's different about my line. It's I want to include people and to have the same options for every size. Everybody, right. Yeah. Now, what does the name of your clothing line mean? What does it symbolize, the cult of California? The cult is a place where we recognize beauty and we worship curves. So it it calls to mind an actual gathering place or a or um just a state of mind of being um in a loving open receptive place that you can be beautiful no matter what size you are and you can have style no matter what size you are and it's okay to stand out of the crowd i mean the california part of it is the laid back you know working out health conscious part of the line, which is just a reflection of my whole upbringing and my lifestyle in general. I'm I'm <laughs> practically married to a mountain climber, so I've had a lot of experiences where, you know, my outfits for going on hikes and stuff like that just weren't up to par. So I wanted to create something that included, like, health as an aspect of the plus-size woman's life. Right, which is which is great because a lot of people think that just because you're plus size mean you don't work out and you don't you're not active. Exactly, I I really hate that stigma and it's so opposite of my entire life. I'm a very athletic person. I've always been. I played tennis in high school. I played volleyball in high school. Um, I continue to do, you know, training with a trainer and hiking and all sorts of physical stuff. Just um, I think makes you feel so much better and so much more beautiful when you feel healthy. Now, going back to the name of your line, the Coast of California, you use a lot of symbolism with your brand, with the wording and the imagery. Um, why is that? 
is it any particular reason or is this uh just cool? I mean, it's just cool, but it's also um it is also something that I do stand for. I mean, I really wanted to create a brand for plus women that felt like it was bought out and that it was marketed specifically towards them. Um, you know, the cult kind of brings up all of these images and different things that you can connect to your spirituality or your, um, you know, different aspects of your life. So it's uh, it's just sort of a, the cult is sort of a symbol for, like, what I'm trying to do, which is, like, make plus-size girls very cool and very, like, fashion-forward and part of the mainstream fashion world, you know, which I think is a cult. <laughs> so. Right, and mainstream uses a lot of imagery and a lot of, you know, edgier things than than plus-size photo shoots do, so you're bringing in that element, too. Yeah, I want it to be really conceptual and really thought out and to reflect all the, I think a lot of uh, plus-size lines just sort of do the white background and, you know, they do the basic pieces and, you know, which is fine and and it still looks beautiful, I mean, for me to see any plus-size women being photographed in a beautiful way. I love it, but I just wanted to bring that that next level of concept to the clothing and to really create a lifestyle around what is being a cult girl. And that's part of where, you know, all the concepting for the photo shoots comes in. I try to be really, really creative and try to give them some art, you know, which I think is a big puzzle piece of fashion and I think is a big puzzle piece of fashion that is left out of the plus-size industry um, is, you know, connecting fashion back to art and symbolism. Now, there are a lot of models listening that would love to model for your clothing line. So when you are um, looking for models for your brand, what do you look for? Well, I'm obsessed right now with Kelsey Olsen, as everyone can tell. She's my muse. Um, She just symbolizes a lot of what I think is cool and uh, looks young. Um, But, you know, it's different with every model. I try to cast and see a lot of different faces, a lot of different bodies. Um, It's just a thing that clicks, you know, Um, and it's, so personal and it's so um about that photo shoot in particular what I'm trying to get across you know uh and I like to give new faces a try I used um a model in my last um editorial shoot which um her name's Mindy Gonzalez and she's not a signed model she's not even been modeling it was her first time ever and she was super green but you know I really appreciate seeing a new face every once in a while and just trying to uh, take it out of that. You know, there's a small pool of plus models that work a lot, and I love all of them, but I also want to bring in new faces and be someone right. in the industry that, like, that pushes it, you know, and and brings those new girls onto the scene and puts them in the spotlight. So do you ever take uh, model submissions if somebody's listening and want to submit? How could they do so? 
Yeah, I um, constantly get model submissions on my website. There's an uh, email address there is info at cultofca.com. Um, you can go directly through the website or you can just email me directly at that um, address. I usually have castings and I will announce those from time to time on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the social media outlets. And those are usually the times when I really want to see the models um, submitting. So it gets a little confusing sometimes when I have a lot of models submitting when I'm not looking for models. I might forget about you at the time when right. I'm actually picking someone to hire and pay. So <laughs> it it does do them a lot of good to pay attention to the brands that they want to be models for um, and to really honestly look at what that brand is looking for from what they have used before. And I'm no exception. You know, I really like young, younger-looking girls. I really like new faces. I really like that edgy kind of um, just different look. Um, I don't know how to describe it. I'm being very uh, very aloof with my description here. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's I like to see a lot of different people, and I, and I love it when people submit stuff, but I don't always have the luxury of choosing models all the time, like, like that. So uh, you just came back from London, from the British Plus Size Fashion Week. How was that experience? It was so cool. I mean, the show itself was really awesome, and I enjoyed the setting. Um the the Shoreditch Town Hall, although very old, was super interesting to me. I mean, we don't have buildings in America that are that old, you know, and you don't realize it until you go to a country where, you know, the building we were in was built in like, you know, 1500 or something like that. And it's just wow. so packed with history and just so interesting to me to be in a building that has so much history and so many people have been in and out of there and it just gives it a, a really interesting feel. I love that about, you know, going over to Europe. Um and then just the people that put on the show, Rianne Ward, um, and Evolve magazine and Remy Ray from Trapped in a Skinny World were super gracious hosts and really tried to make the show about the brands and not so much about them, which was really great. You know, it was them doing something for the bigger picture, and they constantly kept redirecting the spotlight onto the brands and onto the clothes and onto what was going on at the events and not onto them, you know. So it was great. I had a great experience. I hope that um, it grows. And, of course, there's always things that need to be improved with every single event, and that was, you know, the first one. So right, right. there were a lot of things that could have been better, but... Um, you know, in an ideal world, <laughs> in an ideal world, it wouldn't have been the first plus size fashion show in London in 2013. So, right, right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> at this so. point, I'm glad that they're doing it, and I was really, really glad to be a part of it. So, do you have anything coming up that we can be on the lookout for? 
I do. I just launched spring, so there's um you know, there's pre orders going on right now for March, um and April and there's also a May delivery that's coming up, so be on the lookout for that. Nobody has seen those quite yet. And um summer is coming up, so we're hoping to do maybe some swimwear. I don't know. I get a lot of requests really? for that, and I really, really love swimwear, and I really think that there's so many opportunities and plus for more swim because there's just not that much out there. So I think my aesthetic and the, the kind of things that I like to design and the fabrics that I use lend themselves to swimwear. So I'm really excited about possibly doing maybe a couple suits and doing a swimsuit shoot this summer. That'll be cool. I also want to go, um, I'm going to show at Full Figured Fashion Week, hopefully. <laughs> if they'll have me. <laughs> and um, and you're going to show in L.A. next month, too, or is that not confirmed? Um, that's not totally confirmed, but, um, I mean, I'm confirmed. I'm going. It, I mean, they've accepted me. It's all just paperwork at this point. Um, I will be at the Posh L.A. pop-up shop. I will be selling, um, you know, all all seasons that I have in stock. Um, and I also will be taking pre-orders for April, May, and um, maybe possibly June, but probably not. <laughs> okay. Well, you got a lot of things coming up, a lot of things on your plate. Yeah. Sounds good. And um, tell us your official website to keep up with everything you got going on. The website is www.cultofca.com. On Instagram, we're at Cult of Cali. On Twitter, we're at Cult of Cali. And on Facebook, we're Cult of California. You can find us on all of those platforms and follow us. We follow back. Well, thank you for being a guest on the show tonight. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, and continue success with everything. Thanks a lot, Shanice. Love what you're Thanks. doing, too. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. And thank you to all of my fabulous guests this evening. Tune in next week, and we'll have more plus industry professionals with stories to not only inspire you, but to keep you connected with the Curvy community. If you're interested in advertising on our show or being a guest, visit the website at plusmodelradio.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to join our fan page on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Plus Model Radio and follow us on Twitter as well. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.